What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. Joining us today is our good friend, Amanda Gaudreau. Hey, what's up? And MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor, or working for the man. You can email us, email, email ah. us, info <laughs> at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show, questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, show topic ideas, artist suggestions. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, MoGraph.com. And I like that you said TikTok first before MoGraph.com. Like our actual <laughs> <That's> right. website. <laughs> right. I've been putting some stuff up there. I got so many comments on that yeah, last one. I that did last about one was pretty rate. good. Yeah, it was that funny. That was pretty good. Thanks. Yeah, it was fun. I got a couple other plans. Some informative, some entertaining, uh, or edutaining, edutaining, as the kids say. Yeah. And uh, so if you have a question for us, uh, anything about MoGraph, and uh, it could be technical, it could be like about the art itself, it doesn't matter what it is, if it's noob, if it's expert... If it's noob, we'll try and answer it. If it's expert, we'll give you some bad advice. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so so this is your show. You're the producer. You get to decide what's on. You can just email us and be like, "Here you go." Yeah, bam. Yep, this let's, is my show. Let's talk yeah. about let's talk about vertical farming for two hours. <laughs> well, I'm I'm uh, MoGraph related. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Could yeah. I'm having a problem with my well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an artesian well alright so uh, this week we don't have any emails so uh, so no one's the producer this email. week so it looks like it's <laughs> us so I guess we're going to have to come up with something yep. this week I hope everybody had a good fourth uh, I had a good fourth mm-hmm. my brother came back in town uh, like moved back in town which was awesome got to mm-hmm. hang out with him for like the first time in years because of COVID and such and uh, yeah so I had a little issue recording last week hopefully i don't have that this year this week where uh oh yeah you ran out of space run out of room yeah oh my god what a mess what a (laughs) mess i had to clean up my own mess on that like grabbing pieces of like different backup recordings and youtube for some sections so i apologize so uh, it should be a lot better this week knock on particle board but uh been working on a a TFD tutorial. Yeah. Actually cool. this week. And I'm I'm through the first part, which is actually showing the TFD stuff. And then I'm gonna go into a breakdown of a little rocket ship I made mm-hmm. with smoke and fire and things. Uh but I've already got that first part edited, so you know, it'd be an actual tutorial from us, you know. Right. Just, you know, something. <laughs> and so check that out and then uh, I think we've got uh three D motion show coming up here in oh, yeah. uh, a couple weeks as well, two and a yeah. half weeks, I think. So, mark your calendars for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Brandon and Caitlin are just about done with their courses, and we've yeah. been scrambling to get them together. Nick, Pickle Nick, is working Killing really it. hard. Like Pickle you know, Nick's the like, best. He's so he's good. He's the best. Like, there was a glitch in one of the recordings, and he hit up Brandon, and Brandon re-recorded it and sent it last night, and this morning, Nick's already edited yep. it. Yep. And I'm wow. like, dang, dude, you're on point. It's, it, so. it Yeah. If you if you are a good employee who like just knocks things out quickly, dude, every you'll you'll be very mm-hmm. successful in life. <laughs> yes. So here's here's an issue. I'm I'm going to outsource some ideas here Ooh. for Caitlin's course because <laughs> here's the problem. 
The okay. course is on Procreate. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how do you name a course about Procreate? Right. Procreate with Caitlin. Nope, that's a bad idea. No, yeah. Um, how to Procreate. <laughs> right. Let's Procreate. Okay, let's not use the word Procreate in the right. title because there's no good way to use it without it sounding awful. Okay, so... Yeah, I, I'm. We've we've come to the conclusion now that it needs to be like a completely different name that doesn't have the word procreate in it, and then underneath it will say using procreate or just something like that. That's a good right? idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I yeah. can't think of a good name. Like I've been struggling. Sometimes I'm really quick with a name. Yeah, and sometimes I just struggle. And here's the thing: it needs to be somehow. Something that describes what you're doing, which is learning how to draw and animate in Procreate. Mm-hmm. But I don't want it to be called like iPad Illustration. Right. Mm. That's like so boring, right? right. Where's the SEO so, on that? I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe it's for the better because yeah. Procreate is bad SEO because you're going to get everything Procreate above True. that. Yeah. You know, uh, Ooh, procreations, so, procreations. Like that. That's good. We yeah. could just call it procreations. Yeah. But yeah. still, yeah, there's more to it than that. <laughs> I'll have to, I'll have to talk about it after it's released because it will make sense, but I don't want people to know some of the secrets about secrets. what's in the course, but it will be, what we're talking about will be even funnier when you see some of the drawings and why it was even more inappropriate by accident. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah, all the things. Yay. All of a sudden, we're all of a sudden we're running a real company and have to think about things like that. So <laughs> we're gonna uh, hopefully be seeing some more uh, from Brandon and Caitlin soon. We're gonna have them on the show. We're gonna mm-hmm. talk about their new courses and everything. So that'll be fun. And what else do we have here? Camp Mograph. Let's do some updates on camp. Camp Camp Mograph. Man, we haven't played that Amanda's song in a while. Amanda's going. <laughs> Amanda's going to camp. So yeah. Excited. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's you and it, your boyfriend and one of your friends, right? Yeah. That, we're all going. We're all super excited. It's gonna be dope. It, it is going to be so much fun. I I have been so pumped about this. We uh we've we've been working on like all the patches. So a couple weeks ago, I went through and I just made a huge list of everything that we needed to do. And you know, we've been working in we've been working in, like uh last last the last camp we we worked in like just a shared Google sheet. And then I start mm-hmm. we started a new shared Google sheet and stuff like that. But we just moved everything over to Notion. And I am mm-hmm. oh man, it's it's like it's it's it's, it's so, very like, organized. <laughs> it's so cool. So yeah, like, it's like cool. Like every person, you can rearrange what cabin they're in visually, uh-huh. and it all links back to the database. Yeah, and, oh my it's, gosh, it's uh, it's gonna be very cool. So you know, we've got a whole list of stuff we need to do, and it's like, okay, we gotta we gotta make patches for all the the sponsors mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So getting to make the patches and getting to make the flags and doing the banners and all this other stuff. Like uh, the more we do this, the more pumped I get for camp, and it's it's gonna be so yeah. much fun. I cannot wait. So, and we um, start talking to like the the instructors. The instructors, about the yeah, we've been having course. meetings with all the instructors. I think we've only got like two meetings left. Uh, but hearing what the instructors have planned for camp, it's going to be uh, oh man, I'm 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 so pumped for it. So, and mm-hmm. we have some surprises as far as people yes. who are coming. We haven't we haven't announced anything like that. We probably won't. We'll just be like, some hey, stuff won't look. be announced. Yeah, it yeah, won't. you're we'll just, just going like, to show up. There's going to oh, be people hanging out. This person out is that- here. Wow. They're very yeah. famous. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Uh, yeah, yes. that, that's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, there's also some stuff we're working on uh, for for next year as well. Not camp wise, but just as far as meetups go that I think are going to be really interesting. Well, I'm yes. thinking about it, uh, getting back in the swing, doing doing meetups and things. I know so, I'm so excited yeah. to do meetup. Like, honestly, so I'm like this. I, I don't know. This year has been it's been crazy. We've worked so hard. You know, like we had one big project that we got done with and then it's like, okay, now Dave just went on vacation. I'm about to take a two week long vacation. And then after that, it's like, okay, then it's camp and then it's NAB. And now we're back into the swing of things of meetups and everything. And it's going to be awesome. I'm so excited (laughs) for it. So, oh, then we're going to LA for a couple days in August as well. Right. Yeah, you gotta get ready yeah. for NAB. Gotta get ready for NAB. All that equipment's been gathering <laughs> dust for the last couple right. years through COVID. So yeah. I make sure it still works. So, so uh, yeah. all the camograph um, stuff, super excited for it. It's gonna be so much fun. Um and you know, of course we couldn't have done it without uh all of our amazing sponsors. We tried to keep mm-hmm. the, the tickets as cheap as possible. Um and uh yeah, thanks to our sponsors, our village sponsors, uh Maxon, Otoy, and Video Copilot. Uh big shout out to our gold sponsors, Minimal Massive, Grayscale Gorilla, and De Facto Sound, who we just added a few weeks ago. And uh then our bronze sponsors, A Scripts and School of Motion. Um one last thing on Camp Mograph. Uh, uh we're sending out an email. Sorry, I, I I told everyone last week that I was gonna send out an email that week. I did not get to it. So we had a bunch of other stuff that we were working on we were working on booking flights you know and i'd say book your flight as soon as possible because ticket prices are starting to go up you know yes um uh uh, we're gonna send out a form eventually too where you can put out all your information yes so if you didn't have that information when you signed up for your ticket and i'm sure a lot of people like i said at the beginning of the show uh motion designers don't read emails or read any of the stuff that they're signing you know and so no Mm -hmm. one knew that they needed to email shuttle at campmograph.com so we're gonna send out an email that will have a google forms link that will give your you know your flight info if you're planning on taking the shuttle and then we we build the shuttle uh, schedule, schedule based off that. of that so yeah. that we're not just running cars every 30 minutes and wasting time and stuff like that. It's just yeah. like we'll be able to build the shuttle uh, the shuttle schedule and then y'all will know what time uh, it'll be. Um, but yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, and it's our dedicated uh, van too. Yes. Like it's a campograph we, van. It's it not is, like yeah. a service we hired. It's Correct. This is going to be our. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. got we've got people from camp actually driving the shuttle, <laughs> you know, yeah. and we've got like a big magnet on the side that says Camp Mograph and it's like a 15 passenger van that we're going to have to actually take out some seats so that we can handle luggage and stuff like that. But it's <laughs> going to be fun. We should just tell people he's got to stay in the van the whole time. Right. <laughs> He's right. just got to go back and forth all day. Yeah, sorry, just, Mike. You're right. actually driving. You're driving. He's driving. <laughs> Get in, bro. Come on, bro. Oh, Get this no show way, on bro. the road, man. Let's get over to the camp, bro. <laughs> yeah. Is there a specific uh, time people should, like, land before like, okay. when they're buying tickets? Yeah, that's actually a really good question. So um, we've, uh, uh, we're starting the camp on the 8th around noon, you know, and then uh, it basically goes until that Sunday at noon. Like noon mm-hmm. at, on Sunday is we're kicking everyone out. We're actually leaving ourselves, you know. Yeah. Um, it's kind but, of the wind down time. Right. On Sunday morning. Right, exactly. So. Um, but the thing is, on, on uh, Thursday, when people get in, 
you know, we're saying, hey, come in around noon. But if your flight's a little bit earlier, just let us know. You know, we can build yeah. around that. We're going to be there on the 8th. You know, on that Wednesday, setting everything up and getting prepared and stuff like that. Yeah. So it'll we'll we'll be there. You know, so if you show up at like nine a.m. or whatever, it's like it's not it's not going to be a complete disaster. The end of the world. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to be the end of the world. You know, we understand yeah. flights are flights, and you know you can't control that entirely. So. You know, we'll send out the shuttle schedule. We're also uh, uh, going to send out if, for some reason, someone missed like wanting to buy a hoodie or something like that. Yeah, we're also going to send out an a uh, a link or basically an order form to where you can order it ahead of time yeah. and then just pay for it at camp. You know, and most of that information we're going to get on the sheet really helps us again with the schedule, but mm-hmm. it helps us kind of get an idea of when you're going to come to check in. Yeah, we have a whole check in process yep. and just kind of an idea of okay, oh, there's like four people that are coming in on this next shuttle. Yeah, we got to be here to check them in, and yeah, it helps us through that whole process. Absolutely. So, so yeah. it's and to have be... all your information correct, like as far as emergency contacts and, yes. and all of that, emergency so, contacts, especially yeah. and like I know yeah. a lot. Everyone filled that stuff out. You know, uh, uh, when buying the tickets, but it's really good to know, you know, who's allergic to what and who needs special stuff. Now, but, I don't think I can remember all that information, but I'm yeah. trying to remember people's faces. Yes. And oh, this is so funny. So <laughs> this ahead. is either, I don't know, you're, everybody's going to think this is it, either super so, cool or super creepy, but. It, it, yeah. is, it is cool in the sense that, like, you are trying to do this because I, I'm terrible with names. I'm okay with faces, but I never remember n- people's names, you know, but I, I love this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell, tell I've, got about, I've got about maybe a third memorized so far. I haven't gotten everybody's headshot mm-hmm. put in the system yet, but because everybody's <laughs> in the database, we have everybody's headshot in mm-hmm. there. And so I'm trying to do a version in Notion to where you can't see the name. Uh-huh. So it just like just the face comes up and then you can then you say who that person yeah. is, you know, and then you click and you can see if you got it right. So, so far, <laughs> I have about a third of the campers memorized uh-huh. and you just show me a picture and I can tell you and some of them I can even say. Well, I think that one person, Anthony, actually might go by TJ or yeah. something like that yeah, because yeah. their email address is this. So when they get there, I'm going to be like, so do you go by TJ or? Yeah. yeah. Dave's That's just creepy, stalking right? everyone who comes to camp. Yeah. No, I like it because I'm looking at people's website mm-hmm. in order to see who they are and I'm yeah. looking at their work and I'm yeah. looking at where they're from. And it's really cool. I'm like getting to know all of these people. And uh, I want to be able, when they walk into check-in, be like, oh, hey, Maria, you're here. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun. That's sweet. I like Iceland, too. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, it'll be fun. Hopefully not creepy. Don't take it as creepy, please. Don't take it as creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to keep this whole community vibe going, you know? Yeah, totally. Exactly. So, yeah. Anyway, so, uh, is that it for camp? We're good on the camp stuff? That is it for camp, yes. All right. Real quick, I wanted to go to Ravcock. What's your flavor? What's your flavor? (laughs) This is our rendering segment. And Mm -hmm. the R... This week is not Redshift. It's actually Renderman because oh. Renderman 24 mm. came out for everything but Cinema 4D. What's what's going on there? What's up with that? Yikes. What Renderman for everything yeah, but Cinema? Isn't... I don't know. Like I remember a few years ago they were going to show off a version, but then they just didn't. So, mm. well, it's in like Blender and everything. Yeah. So. But some of the features that uh, I've been looking at, it looks really cool. I mean, I, I don't have any specific reason why I would use it over anything else. But, I mean, 
you know, Pixar though. Yeah, you I know, would, I would love like... to know it personally. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. but I don't really know much about it. But I was looking at how fast it was. They they added the interactive stuff, which I guess they didn't really have before. Mm -hmm. um, and they call it XPU, meaning it's kind of a mix of CPU and GPU yeah, yeah, together. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, of course, there's aces, because you know aces. Of course, right. Everybody's got to have aces. Even right. if you don't know what it is or how to use it, you've right. got to make sure it has aces. Mm -hmm. And uh, they they used to have C++, C++ patterns for noises oh, and, cool. and shaders and things, and they've converted that over to OSL. Oh, neat. So uh, cool. you got OSL, and uh, there's a link. I'll put it in the show notes. You can check it out. Um, if you're doing houdini though or blender or something mm -hmm. you want to check out their their engine i don't know anything about price this could yeah. be free for all i know or it could be super expensive i have no idea yeah no idea on that but um so yeah but that's all i got i don't know if anything else is going on in the world of hardware or I'm trying to think you know, i haven't I think even gotten covered a... everything like the past few weeks redshift yeah. and octane and stuff like that there may have been a new version of octane I don't know. There's a new one every week. I feel yeah. like but I haven't even gotten updates or anything about like video card, like where 3090s Best yeah. Buy has not even had 3090s yeah. in stock. Even, even the small amount that they did have that hasn't even been happening. Yeah. What's going I'm on curious with if with the crackdown in, uh, of crypto stuff in, uh, in China, whether we're going to see an influx of, you know, new cards and stuff like that or even used cards i don't think they in china they even use those cards i thought yeah, they use a special I think they cpu use for bitcoin specific mining cards you know yeah. but i don't know hmm. i've seen a lot of people anyway. with 3090s like on instagram i feel like everyone has it but i haven't seen them like sold anywhere yeah it's like a it's like a status symbol now yeah. right you know we have 10 <laughs> <laughs> we do have 10. we need two more I got to, you know, that's our status symbol. Yeah. Now, we do need two more, actually. That's why we're still looking for them. Yeah. But, um, it, you know, we hadn't upgraded in a long time. So, yeah, we yeah, spent yeah. the money on it. It's going to last us for years at yeah. this point, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until, until next year, 4090s, it's like 10 times as good. Yeah. <sighs> but well, then, you know, like, there will be a big, everyone will want them, and then we can just sell our 3090s for basically the same price as what we've bottom for right. if not more you know we'll be rich we'll be rich <laughs> step one buy graphics cards step two get rich question step three, mark profit <laughs> profit anyway amanda let's talk about you now yeah. uh -oh. let's talk about your entire career and your your long <laughs> long career you know your entire My decades of experience decades right. of experience yeah. Uh, let's start from the beginning. I want to know exactly how you got into this industry in in the first place, mm -hmm. and then uh, we'll kind of talk about school a little bit because you are a, a student of Mr. David Brodeur or Brilly. I love David. Who's that guy? That guy sucks. <laughs> yeah. The worst, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think it's like a really complicated question for me, like an answer. Because I think, like, a lot of people encounter motion graphics, like, through, like, tutorials online or, like, mm -hmm. animation. They kind of know that that's what they want to do. And, like, I completely fell into it, like, by accident. Like, I always tell people, like, if I would have made, like, one small decision differently, I would not mm -hmm. be here. Like, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't know that Where this would you existed. be? 
God, doing a thousand other things. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I like... An accountant, maybe? I like so many things. I really like accounting. I love real estate. I like interior design. My background is in photography. Mm-hmm. I think, like, the reason I ended up in motion graphics is um, because I tried so many different things that were very artistic. Uh, so, like, in high school, I'm, like, a psychopath. I've, I've been working forever. Like, when I was 14, my mom used to drive me, like, two hours to be someone's, like, wedding photographer assistant. I would, like, That's hold cool. flashes. Nice. Right? Yeah. I would, like, hold flashes and, like... I worked at a grocery store. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah, that's a lot better. Yeah. yeah I, think, I think it was, like, so cool. I'm and, sure it paid better. I got paid four seventy five an hour. Yeah. Yeah, it did. But I was only doing, like... <laughs> <laughs> once a week um and i like talk to like clients and like have to like manage like brides on like their wedding day and like oh that's man. yeah that, when i was like uh, 14 and i was like I, yeah. <laughs> i'm so scared um and then i like went into film and then i decided to go to school for graphic design um and that's actually how i ended up at um my current university at ringling is i went through the graphic design program mm-hmm. um and when you do that, they require you to take a class that they call 4D, which is just like motion design, like knowing how to use After Effects and animation. Mm-hmm. Um, and a professor told me to switch, and I was like, I love graphic design. Like, I could never see myself not being as a designer. I do like this as much, though. And he was like, You should switch, give it a try. You know, if you decide you never want to animate again, you know how to do it. But if you mm-hmm. go the other way, you can never learn how to animate. So mm-hmm. that's how I ended up in motion. Hmm. And then you realized you liked it then. Yeah, I think <laughs> like I love designing to the idea of music and stuff. I feel like I'm very weird in the sense where I don't love animating per se. I don't I don't mm-hmm. look, I don't like keyframes. I don't love I'm not passionate about that, right? Mm-hmm. Um but I am passionate about like designing to timing, designing to music, designing to audio. Um, and I think mm-hmm. that's like mm-hmm. a lot of where my love comes from. And then, and then I met David. <laughs> yeah. So like it all changes when, when we meet David Brodora, doesn't it? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like, yeah. So, so how did you know, like, how did you know that you liked it? Was it because you were starting to do those things like with audio and, is that kind of how it happened? Um, yeah. And when was it something specific? Like, were you doing 2D animation or 3D at that point? I was doing 2D. Um, and I think what I liked about motion and what sold me on changing departments is the way that they pitched it to me, right? They're like, you're never going to be doing the same thing. You could be doing 2D that one day. for sure. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And doing 3D. And you can do f- you can still incorporate, like, your photo and video background. Mm-hmm. Um, and really make like your own mixed media work. And I was like, sold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's a yeah, really good can, way of describing the, it. I, I, I like the, that because yeah. I, I sometimes feel as a motion designer, you have to wear many different hats, mm-hmm. graphic designer, photographer, you know, uh, uh, 3d animator, d- particle Sims and stuff like that. It's like, you know, you kind of have to, you have to know all that. You have stuff. to know about physics yeah. and all these other things. And I, I think I think that's really good though because you're bringing in the photography experience mm-hmm. uh, and the different interests, like you said, interior design or or mm-hmm. whatever. You can bring all that into 3D, and you can even use accounting. You know, if you like accounting, <laughs> then you're really going to love running your own business, right? Yeah. You know, 
It's so, fun. I think that's why I like 3D so much. Like mm-hmm. 3D is just like photography, right? Like you light things mm-hmm. and you sage mm-hmm. things. And that was really familiar to me. The software wasn't, but that's when having like great professors comes in, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, totally. So what have you, what have you been working on in school? We'll start with that first. Like what are some of the projects that you worked on uh, that you really enjoyed? Um, I think most of the projects I enjoyed sound from like my 3D class and my first semester of design. Um, the way that it works is Ringling works on like a really, really tight schedule. So we're taking usually anywhere from two to three like art motion design classes and each one has a project that's running simultaneously. So like at the same time, you're working on three different briefs um, with three different like set of deliverables and it's pretty insane. Um, and I think my favorite briefs weren't the ones that were like kind of like mock client briefs. I think yeah. my favorite were the ones where you're like, learn this specific aspect like right like learn hard surface modeling i don't care how Mm -hmm. you do it i don't care what it is just learn it and express it the way that you want to do um and i think those are my most successful projects is when like learning is at the basis of what i'm doing Mm -hmm. that's uh that's how i generally do tutorials it's like, I got to learn how to do something. Let me just make a tutorial. Yeah. yeah. You know, you end up breaking it down. And then um, you can always go back to that tutorial whenever you forget how to yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst, actually, mm-hmm. because it's like, no, I don't I'm gonna do a Google search and then my own tutorial would come up for yeah. something. It's like, oh, well, I should know this or... Yeah. It also means that that's not going to be the answer because yeah. <laughs> I would have known that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Relatable. Yeah. And what, what do you do specifically in Brodeur's class? So I, his is an intro to uh, 3D, which I think he's mm-hmm. stellar at teaching. But I'm also like highly pissed off that he is not teaching more advanced classes because he's like a genius. Um, so (laughs) he like teaches like what we do is like you know like learn hard surface modeling like how to even like put a light in a scene like what do displacement maps do Um, organic modeling like just sprinkling over like different aspects of what makes good 3D design and you know he really leaves it open to like how much effort you want to put in and like what you want to do and are the things cool. that you're putting on your Instagram are these from um are these from school or are these from like independent projects so or, or it really depends like a lot of what I post on Instagram I think used to be a lot of schoolwork. I think mm-hmm. my latest stuff is a lot more of like my personal explorations or like mistakes that I make while I'm trying to make something else that I think are really cool or a combination of like client work. I try not to post as much like client work as much just because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Personal work. Yeah, and that that was going to be my question too. Is like, are are you doing a lot of client work on on the side as you're learning? Yeah, I mean, my junior year was kind of very. I think it was just like massive for me, career wise, and also like Aubrey, just like creatively. I was going to school full time remotely when this whole pandemic happened, and then I would full t- like full time freelance on top of that. So. I would put in my headphones and listen to like lectures Mm. and write down Mm. what like the critiques that I had for my projects and work on studio projects. And then when I got off of work, 
at studios are like seven or nine, depending on like what time frame. Then I would do my homework until like midnight one, and then wake up oh, at like man. six a.m. and do it all over again. <laughs> Dude, that so is you, uh, that is that is the only way to be successful in school. It like it it it, it sucks. You know, there were so many people who yeah. I went to school with who just thought that they could just coast through. You know, just by oh yeah doing some of the work or whatever. But it's like. I, I I will say eighty percent of the people who I graduated with or graduated within you know one semester with me or whatever, eighty mm-hmm. percent of them aren't doing that anymore. <laughs> like Michael Scott's up there. Did you see the title of that? Aren't in the industry anymore. <laughs> and you know, even me, I went in for video production, mm-hmm. video production and sound, and technically I'm in motion graphics and three D animation now. You know. I guess yeah. you could say the same about me. But I always enjoyed editing. I yeah, I agree. I was looking for the watch thing that you did. You did the watch thing. Um, oh. I saw the one post. Uh, you, so you, have you messed with Houdini then too? Like so lightly. Like I've done a couple of rocks in Houdini. I did like that cloth sim that you played in. The, like half of it was mm. hidden by a match cut. So like Houdini in the end, Cinema 40 in the beginning. But <laughs> cool. I like try. I'm trying to learn it very slowly. Um, oh, I so love a little. This piece. Thank you. Oh yeah, I remember this one. God, mm-hmm. it was great. Like mix <laughs> mixed memories. The dash cuts, C4D in the front, Houdini in the back. Houdini in the back. It's like a 3D mullet. <laughs> like a 3D mullet. It's a 3D mullet. Yeah, I love that. That's funny. This one, I I remember this one. Um, yeah. This was how far back are we now? We're back to next. We're back to last summer at this yeah, point. I'm just going ago. back through your your entire <laughs> library here. There was the one with the watch, though. That that one was for a client, right? The what? No, that was a that was oh, a no. school project for Brody. Oh. Um, okay. And like, I don't. I do a lot of like. Pro- I used to do a lot of product, but uh, I don't usually post it. But that was like that got me a lot of like work. <laughs> they were like, mm-hmm. "This is for a real company," and I was like, "No." <laughs> I remember I I'm pretty sure like he showed me that piece or something at one point. I think that's how I originally yeah, saw it. Yeah, it's probably on my website yeah. which is having a little glitch right now, but it's probably on my website. But I think with like working in school, like I definitely ha- feel like I have to say like I would not recommend like don't do it. <laughs> like I would <laughs> not recommend anyone else to do it. It's a lot. It's a but, lot. But I mean that's but that's like Matt said that's how that's how you make it. I mean, mm-hmm. you you go and quote unquote like coast through and get a degree or whatever, but you're you know if you don't put the extra effort into yeah. it, that's that's the thing. Yeah. I know plenty of people who have gone to great schools and just can't get a job yeah. because they didn't put in the extra effort. Yeah, and it's like it's like yeah, you've got the degree, but but your reel doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah. I love that. I saw that one. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. I said I love how the farther back you go, you can tell like the I, the worse the work gets. I don't think That's, so. I think it's good. I think it's all good. Like, I want to know wish, about I the sci-fi I thing. I had this type of portfolio coming out of college. You know, it's like I would right. I would have killed for that. <laughs> That's so sweet. Probably not actually killed, but. Still. <laughs> tell me about the sci-fi piece because is were you doing. Like frame by frame. Yeah, we have to take a whole semester of like stop motion, and this was one of the projects where we have to do like a whole sci-fi ID. Everything is stop motion. The letters, 
the pup everything it's like that's awesome yeah it was a super cool how is this set i mean up, it, though, like it, it but it, it gives you you know it introduces you to like a lot of the basic animation principles and stuff like right. that you know yeah just cool yeah so like the way that this yeah. is set up is like that light box it, this is on dragon frame so we just use like paper cutouts that our professor had given us. So like he gave us the sci-fi and everyone had to use like the same dragon puppet. Like the idea was like you had to be creative with like the limited materials that you gave you. So like everyone has the same puppets. You just have to make mm-hmm. the story your own. Um, and then you like just put a background in post and that's it. <laughs> and the thing is though, like when I watch, when I, and I go through your, your Instagram feed, you know, I, I mean, you can see your progression as well. All this stuff yeah. is great, but that's kind of the nice thing about it. You kind of seem like you look at it and you're like, "Oh, don't don't show that one." <laughs> but I, I think it's great. I I don't have much on my Instagram, and I don't have much like on really anywhere mm-hmm. kind of like this where I could go back and see what my progression looked like. I just I just have old reels that I can't stand watching. Yeah, so. <laughs> my current reel I can't stand watching. <laughs> The I relate real, to that. Yeah. Yeah. That I haven't updated yeah. in four years. <laughs> because all the work <laughs> that, that really I've done is NDA on? and I can't put anything on there. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so how much how much time do you have left at Ringling? I have um, a year left. So I have the fall semester that I can choose to enter instead of like being um, at school. And then mm-hmm. a final semester that's like a thesis project. And then I'm done. <laughs> That's awesome. And then what? That's the question. That is the question. I have no clue. Like, I have no, like, I just don't know what I'm doing because uh, I feel like if you would have asked me. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, don't worry. None of us do. Right? None of us like, know what yeah. we're doing. <laughs> I feel like if you would have asked me last, God, two years ago, I would have had like this detailed plan about where I wanted to do and what, where I wanted to go. And it's just like, this year has been so unpredictable that like, I can't, I don't know where I'm going to be artistically in a year or like what I'm going to want out of my life. I think right now, post-grad, what I'm prioritizing is jobs and places where I can have an input in design and story and development, right? Like I have something to say and I want to go someplace that really values, like not just my skills, but like me as an artist. Right. Yeah. And are you... Oh, are you are you interning? Are you allowed to say anything about where you're interning or no? I don't. I can't because it's not final okay. yet. <laughs> All right. When it's final, you can you can let us know. Yeah. <laughs> you can just post it in the Slack. I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what about um, upcoming personal projects? Do you have enough time? First of all, I guess. Uh, or, or are you waiting till after school to really dive into anything like that? Like something big. Or do you have something brewing? I feel like... secret? No, it's going to be post-grad. Like, I think along the lines of, like, when I said I wouldn't recommend anyone, like, working full-time, like, artistically on top of, like, doing, like, five projects. It's like, I'm currently, like, in the worst burnout of my life. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm, like, I've been on hiatus, and yeah. I have, like, a lot of things I want to do, I think, like, within the next year, definitely. Like, right now, I'm working on a small personal project with a friend, but... Mm. Definitely taking a break for now. <laughs> you got well, senioritis, will help. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> senioritis. Yeah, maybe maybe camp will help with that. Oh, I'm so you excited. Know, disconnect. I know. It's I just keep hearing right more back. and more Sorry, about guys. that all the time. That's what I hear is that 
if if you're getting that burnout, you just got to stop and get your inspiration. You got to get your inspiration from other places, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Yeah. And it's so true. I mean, I feel like the best animation that I've made in the last couple years that I really felt like I put something into was inspired from something completely random mm-hmm. and not somebody else's art. And to me, that's that's where it comes from. You got to take a break, get yeah. away from the computer screen. Get away from the TikTok, whatever it is, and just it's so important get it from somewhere else. It's so important, yeah. and it's really hard, right? Because like you get all these opportunities, that it's, it feels like you have to say yes, or it feels like if you say no, nothing like this will ever come again. Right. But if you're just and, yeah, yeah. Well, I imagine as a student too, that's kind of a, a tough thing too, because if something comes up and you just don't have the time for it, but it's a big gig, it's like. Yeah. That's that's got to be a huge feeling of like, I mean, almost like FOMO, I guess, in yeah. a way, you know, and and we've had some come across our desk like that before. Either it's uh, either it's a project that falls through or somebody else gets the bid. That's like, mm-hmm. oh, this would be such a great project. And someone else wins the bid. That's such a it's like, ah, yeah, feels, you know, and then you got stuff like the hurricane coming at you. Are you safe? I. Don't like. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like. I'm from Puerto Rico, so like. God, I hope I don't jinx this. Like <laughs> Florida hurricanes, <laughs> I'm like, I, like it's fine. It's like, <laughs> so I don't know. I think it's gonna be here Tuesday, but I think I should be fine. But I really don't know. <laughs> so you gr- did you grow up there, or when did you? You said you're from there. At, at what age did you? end up you're in florida now so so have you been like when did you move here have you been in florida the whole time or no i moved here three years ago so i am from puerto rico like my my first language is spanish um my second language is english and i lived here there for like i want to say like 19 20 years of my life and then now i'm i moved to florida to come to ringling um but other than that i've just lived back home I don't know what Matt's doing. <laughs> He's going on an adventure. Those painkillers. There he is. <laughs> Sorry, up, y'all. How are you doing? I'm I'm okay. The painkillers hitting you too hard. No, I forgot mm-hmm. to go to the bathroom before the show. So, <laughs> oh. and then I I'm about to take another painkiller right now. So, oh, man. <laughs> let's get crazy. You're going hardcore. <laughs> We're going to get to the NFT segment. You're just going to be all loopy. I'm going to be like, this is the best <laughs> NFT ever. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> you guys. Oh, I love man. you. Yeah. What, are we, what were we talking about? I don't know. Uh, my, my question, I guess, would be what are your, what are you, besides, I mean, obviously, you know, maybe do projects and things mm-hmm. and you, and you want to work somewhere. Uh, have you thought about just doing freelance or? Yeah. I f- yeah. feel like after graduation, like, right, like asking for artistic control or like being able to like design or work under art directors, I don't feel like that's an easy ask for like a lot of people to swallow, especially for someone who ha- is coming out of school. And that's like one of the biggest thing I've encountered, right? They're like, there's a lot of times, this is a funny story actually. Well, not that funny, but I have a <laughs> lot of people reaching out and be like, hey, we love your portfolio come for the senior position not knowing i'm in school right and then i interview mm. Mm. and then i'm like actually you know like i can do this project but i'm in school um and like 
something doesn't align. So I'm like, I'm, I'm in school. And then they're like, cool. So like, do you want to be part of our internship program? And I'm like, yeah, it's like you go from a senior position to an internship. Right. And I'm like, like, no, like you think, cause I'm in school, you do, you can pay me less, even though you think right. my skills are at a senior level. Like that's just right. doesn't align with me. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think like freelance as of right now is like my most hopeful option to continue to be able to like be very selective about the projects I take on or like really make sure that the projects I do, I feel passionate about. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And it's nice to go somewhere though, to at least learn kind of like the, the process, like the workflow process, the studio process. Yes. Even for a little bit, you know, if you've never done it before, uh, I hear a lot of people give that advice because well, it's what's just, funny uh, is it's also so different every, in every studio. You know, like right. the way we run things is different than the way Artie Ben Chewed runs runs things, which is different yeah. than the way some of these other studios right. run things. You know, yeah, yeah, and it's like, but, yeah. like I said, I would love to, right? But I don't think it's the right thing for me artistically to do that if I'm just not happy artistically yeah. oh of course yeah. absolutely yeah absolutely and i i know a lot of people will go to uh, there there's a lot of people that go to school and mm-hmm. and they do have like a really like amazing portfolio mm-hmm. like right from the get-go uh like i don't like brianne uh or, wait what's Brian her new Gag. name no what's her new name brie marie now <laughs> brie marie yeah um and like who will just have an amazing portfolio and right out of school, they're going somewhere. Yeah. You know, um, and, and I, she went straight to I Buck, think, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. a lot of people do that and then they'll go somewhere like that and then they, they hop off and do freelance. And it makes yeah. sense. And I don't blame anybody for doing that. I think a lot of times what happens with these studios is like they find these really great, talented artists, but like they're too good to, to be able to hang on to. Yeah. You know, that's got to be tough as a place like Buck or even like Facebook, Facebook bringing on like really talented artists. And mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, well this is all well and good, but I'm going to go do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but um, then it's Facebook good to learn the business Facebook process. money. Well, yeah. That's, you know, it's like, wait, right, is that, I'll go work for the devil. <laughs> yeah. What's your price? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it all depends but, on like studios. There's like definitely, it's definitely not everyone, right? Like I've had some amazing conversations with like some studios and agencies and like companies that seem really like open to like changing the way things have like regularly been done. And I think mm-hmm. that's like really hopeful for other people. Yeah. I think you'll probably do really well on that, even on the well. business yeah. side, because like you, we were talking about nerding out about like accounting things, before the show, it's like if that's your deal, you're really gonna love it because you can like do that separation and if, like you're not into the art side, just move over to uh, you know your burn sheet and just go calculate your right. yeah. income. My accountant and- loves me. He loves me. Yeah, <laughs> like I have a Our spreadsheet. Hates us. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Funny. We we got our little rundown sheet the other day, and it's like. Here's your vendor sheet. Uh, now let let us know what uh, all these are not vendors, but like your client sheet, like all these clients. What do you do for all these clients? It's like 3D animation, 3D animation, <laughs> yeah. 3D animation. We're very easy in that, but uh, yeah. When when it comes to the accounting stuff, like I my head just I can do it, but I don't like it. 
Yeah. I don't like it, you know. Um, I am a nerd, a nerdy spreadsheet person, but when it <laughs> comes to, like, accounting terms and things that I don't understand, I just glaze over. Like, I can't even Google the things <laughs> yeah. without my head just, like, like hurting because it's like, is this the real law? Is this the federal law? Is this the local state law? Yeah. I don't even know. And then there's, like, 50 terms that I don't understand <laughs> that I have to go Google those terms to understand what they're talking about. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just leave it to the professionals, in my opinion. But um, definitely, yeah, yeah. So I had another question for you a minute ago, and I can't remember what it is. That happens to me all the time. Yeah, we were talking about studios, and we were talking about internships, and we were talking. I'm trying to like <laughs> if that helps at all. <laughs> what is your What is your ultimate? Not company to work for as an artist, but what is like your ultimate get as far as like a project you like to work for for somebody else? Um, I don't think I have a dream project because I really have fun with like all kinds of briefs. Like I'm really boring. Like you give me like a toothbrush and I'll like be like yeah. Um, but like I think my dream is to be able to be a creative director or be in a position where. I'm not just looking at, like, having my hands dirty in, like, the files and everything else, but over to, like, oversee things, look at visions from, mm-hmm. like, a general sense. I really think I'm good at that, and I really want to be able to creative direct or art direct at some point in my career. Mm-hmm. I'm, Do you I, feel like I'm you're sure more into, like, there, two? Like, yeah, you've got the talent to where it's not going to be long. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Do you think you're more, do you feel like more comfortable with 2D or 3D? Like what's your favorite place to be in or app actually like application wise? Uh, I think I'm going to say 3D just because the way I approach 3D is in a very 2D way. So like if I wanted to make something very graphic and, you know, play with type and composition, I could still do that with cinema and I couldn't do the reverse right like if i wanted to add dimension or depth or you know you i mean you can right. it's just a really long a lot process of work. <laughs> yeah um yeah definitely 3d see when matt and i are slightly older and when mm-hmm. we were younger there was just ve- there was very little access to mm-hmm. certain types of programs uh yeah. obviously the technology was not yeah. where it is now so it's really cool being able to jump in straight to GPU render, straight to really amazing programs. Um, what are some of the other? Pro- I mean, you got After Effects, you got Cinema 4D, little Houdini. Yeah. There's some other programs you've been working with. Photoshop. Like- I love yeah. Photoshop. Like every yeah. single render I do that is even in 3D goes through Photoshop. I know I'm gonna probably get like <laughs> so much hate for that, but no, not at all. Um, like I, that's the, uh, my uh, uh, the last company I worked for mm-hmm. before I jumped off, you know, for Nexus Motion full time was like it was all stills, you know, but a majority of the things it was we'd render it, we'd render it with different passes, and then we just work in Photoshop for hours, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I love that. I was just on like Discord working with my friend like on our small personal project, and he's like, rotate the composition, rotate it, and I was like, oh my god, I was like, I'm going to do it in post. <laughs> Because, like, he works very much in render, and I'm, like, I just render out a bunch of, like, stills as assets. And then Mm, I work in Photoshop, and then if I like something, I'll be, like, I wonder if I can do this in 3D, right? 
but like the flexibility of like post and like having that flexibility mm-hmm. especially for mm-hmm. like my background is in photography it's in comping it's yeah. in doing all these things it's like very much like play time for me when i'm in photoshop yeah um i i used to do a lot of photoshop back in the day because when i was on the road and i was doing like live graphics and things mm-hmm. it wasn't really like animated graphics it, w- it was a lot of still stuff and i got really good at photoshop um, the problem is though, moving into into 3D for me is it's still kind of destructive. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. like kind of a procedural nerd when it comes to a lot of things. So that's yeah, why smart now layers. you got smart layers. Yeah, you do have smart layers, but there's certain things where it's just like I don't know. I I prefer to go into to After Effects to comp something sometimes. Like mm. I don't know, like adjustment layers and things like that work differently in Photoshop. And so I feel like sometimes I wish, even though it's almost like it's taking a step back, I feel like sometimes being able to comp in a way that you would in After Effects, but in Photoshop would be nice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. kind of hard to explain, but, mm-hmm. you know, I know a lot of people that do that. They're like, oh, I'm just going to comp this in After Effects real quick. That's yeah. what I do. You know? I do. I get yeah. I get eighty five percent of the way there and then I'll comp everything in After Effects. Or if there's yeah. other stuff where I know it's like all right, I'm just going to use a video file or like I'm going to use a fake explosion or something like that. Or I will do a lot of particles separately from my actual render and then just comp those in like Mm -hmm. it was actual footage. You know, I do that a lot. Yeah. What about um, things like real-time game engines, VR, AR? Mm -hmm. Do you have any interest in any of that or is that just kind of a whole nother... I think I do. I'm not, like, 100% sure because I haven't done any of it. Um, And I think, like, it's just, like, I would love to get my hands dirty with that. Right now, I don't think it's, like, accessible for someone who doesn't want to drop, like, serious cash. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's kind of a hard thing because as an artist, when you kind of have your, your... You kind of have your system down, you know your tools and everything, you're working with... um, things that are not real time to move over to real time can be kind of weird. It's this whole other like gaming area over yeah. here, you know, but it, I think it's a good thing to keep an eye on because you just, you don't know what's going to happen in the next 20 years in this industry. <laughs> um, have you tried any like VR apps or anything as far as like painting or I really haven't just because like I don't have a VR headset I don't know anyone who has a VR headset like part of like talking well now you do (laughs) now I do do. but like it's just like not super accessible and like so like ping pong off what we were talking about like the industry changing is like I 100% agree it's gonna change right but like I think some of the best advice that I've ever gotten in my entire career is from, like, my professor freshman year. Her name is, like, Nora. And she was like, I don't care what program you, like, work in. Like, if you're a good designer, mm-hmm. you're a good designer. Period. Mm-hmm. Like, there's right. no ifs, whens, or buts. Um, yeah. Which is why when I started using 3D, I feel like the reason why David, like, saw something in me and my peers saw something in me is because, like, I still don't, like, I'm still not the most technical person, right? But, like, good design across any medium is good design. So I'm not really worried about, like... 100%. I completely agree with that. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's a weird time right now with all of that and these industries just kind of waving around and kind of merging, but not Mm -hmm. quite. And um, even the 
advisory board of the college that I'm on. Uh, I'm on this advisory board for this college in Dallas, a group of colleges now. And the discussion comes up when we're talking about curriculum. It's like, well, what about the Unreal stuff? What about the VRAR? What about – because they already, of course, have classes that are in a completely different department about mm-hmm. how to, like, make games and learn how to code. But these two departments aren't talking to, to mm-hmm. each other when it comes to art or when it comes to real time. And so the question always comes up, like, well, what do we do here? And, like, right now the answer is, like, uh, I don't really know. Yeah. Because I don't – I don't know what to tell you about where it's going. I know, you know, VR, AR goods and things are coming, but it's really, have you tried any, mm-hmm. it's really hard to advocate that like at a college level. Cause Ringling also has a game art department and people are working mm-hmm. in unreal. Right. But you know, it's yeah. very hard to get that across like boards of trustees and budgets and resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's, it's going to be an interesting, I think, next ten years. Mm-hmm. I think, I think we're really going to see. Have you have you done anything in um, clothing, like uh, marvelous uh, designer, marvelous anything? designer, or any of that? No, I haven't. <laughs> I would love I to, to see your process. Like, sit down and watch you do a uh, do a project. <laughs> you know, especially talking about you know doing the renders and then bringing them over to After Effects and stuff. That sounds that sounds cool. Yeah, it's like. I don't know. It's like so much fun. I just like see it as as playing. I'm like I'm just like building on stuff, and I don't care what's like what software it comes from. Mm-hmm. And yeah. marvelous is so it like trips me out. Like I think it's so cool. I just don't have like a copy myself. Um, yeah, but it's dope. It's a little intimidating to me. It is honestly so intimidating. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, um, who are some of your inspirations and influences? Um, I think a lot of my inspiration within motion design, there's this artist, her name is um, Yas and Vincente. She, like, does a lot of, like, architectural stuff. There's, like, Secret Swim Club. He's a freelancer from the UK. Dope 3D work. Um, I think a lot of my my inspiration, like, when I'm building my projects, comes from sculpture work and theater production. I love theater stages because it's, like... It's like design, just like with mm-hmm. bare minimum, and I think that's right. really beautiful. Um, I also love illustrators. I love everyone's work. I don't think I like like a specific person. If that's, I feel so mm-hmm. weird because I feel like people always have a favorite. <laughs> Not necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't even know. I don't think I have like a a specific one piece of. I mean, besides David Aryev, right. You know. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I had another question for you, too, and it completely slipped my mind. No any, any other questions? Anybody in the chat have any questions before we go on to the next segment here? Mm-hmm. Going once, going twice. Matt, you got anything? No, I no? just got a notification that people, uh, his auction ended for his site. We can save that for the, uh, the draw. Ooh. Ooh, okay, we'll save that. Because that'll be interesting to talk about. That's so yeah. funny. Beeple owes me a follow. He owes me a follow. Beeple owes you a follow? He does. Oh, I got beef with Beeple. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Talk to no. Cam about not- that. <laughs> why, does, why does he owe you a follow? So he came to our class. David brought him. David's going to kill me. Uh, he, he brought him <laughs> on <laughs> to, like, talk to us. And he, like, challenged us, like, a 30 day of every days. And he's like, he posted us to our story. He's like, if you do this, 
I'll follow you. And then a mm-hmm. bunch of us did it. And then he like blew up at that point. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> when, I'm like, next time I see you. <laughs> camp. Yeah. Camp. You gotta go up to him. He'll follow you at camp. Like, yeah, at this point, I kind of want yeah. him not to follow me so it can be like an ongoing joke. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Or or you should go ahead and just block him so when he tries to, it says, no, this yeah. person has blocked you. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I can't find you. I can't That's find fine. you on Instagram. What's the deal? It's so weird. That's funny. Yeah, weird. So, um, when, you, uh, when you come to camp, yeah. I think that uh, you should definitely like sit down and chat with him. <laughs> have a mm-hmm. one-on-one and yeah. be like, you know, I heard that when you do 100 dailies you get a hundred dollars is that yeah. right yeah people will pay you, you a hundred dollars if you do a hundred dailies in a row <laughs> yeah i heard that somewhere mm-hmm. it's true I don't know where mm-hmm. it came from but it's true either way and like, eventually yeah. it'll make it to a hundred million dollars if you're if you're like people yeah. i know my joke yeah. with my friends that did the challenge is like we're gonna wait for the one year anniversary and then for the one year we get a one dollar nft from people <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> Man. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be great? He just gives you a $1 NFT and then you sell it for $50,000. That yes. would pay off the student loans of every single student in that, that department. Is, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I want to do some links real quick and then we're going to go into uh, some MoGraph recommends. Dope. So uh, I only got a couple links, but... This is so this is so weird. I I had a link to this animation and it's really good and I cannot remember the context in which I saved this. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if somebody sent it to me, if somebody like Instagrammed it to me <laughs> or suggested it or if it was somebody that worked on the project or What's if it animation? was something that I just liked. It is called A Night in Camp Heebie-Jeebie. <laughs> and I'm like I have this bookmarked and it's a really great piece it's like got some great character animation i cannot remember for the life of me where i got this link it's so weird i usually remember all of this or i'll bookmark something because i'm like oh i'll remember when i open my bookmarks no idea but it's really good check it out it's an animated short horror comedy Mm -hmm. and uh it's on youtube so check it out and also i am trying desperately to see if we could get somebody from insidium to come on the show and talk to us Yes, we need and to. And we've been talking, talk to Bob, and he's got to get permission from his high ups and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I just keep seeing stuff that they're teasing with yeah. the Insidium. Like I am, it, like very excited about what they've got coming up. I, I so love many. X particles. I, it was yeah. very, in, I was very intimidated by X, X particles when, you know, forever. Um, and then I started using <laughs> it more often and it's like, okay, this makes a lot more sense, you know, especially yeah. having moved over to like, you know, real flow or something like that and understanding real flow and some of these other particle mm-hmm. generators. It's like, okay, X particles makes a bit more sense now. TFD as well. TFD. You know. Yeah. TFD too. It's the same thing. Once you learn like these basics, it gets mm-hmm. a little bit A easier. lot of the particle systems are very similar. Yeah. Right. I mean, TFD is technically particles. It is, yeah. You know, you're not, like, seeing the individual particles, but that's kind of what is creating mm-hmm. plumes of smoke and right. and other things. So, uh, But uh, Insidium did a, a... There's a tweet, and it's a coming soon. They've got a 
it's terraform fx yeah so like I, I think ej posted this on twitter or retweeted it or whatever and he was like oh throwing shade at world creator <laughs> you know that's funny. and uh so that's interesting it's it, there's a lot of other tools that they're coming out with besides just like basic particle stuff and mm-hmm. uh you know the particles really have evolved they you know at first they didn't do liquids and things mm-hmm. you know you had to go mm-hmm. over to real flow and now you have that option and they're really building on on all of this, so I'll be interested to see where that yeah, goes. They've also got like some new mesher or something like that, right? Yep, mm-hmm. that that looks cool. I thought. See, that that's why really I cool. want to try and get them on the show. I know, like it's it's hard because they're probably developing and they can't yeah. talk about certain things and whatever. But you know, maybe we could at least line something up so that whenever it does come out, we can we can get them on mm-hmm. and talk because. There's a lot of people over there that uh, we've actually met over the years. And yeah. It would be fun to chat. We never really get to chat about. Yeah, they were a sponsor for Camograph the, you know, the Last previous year. year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's go to Mograph Recommends. We're going to ask you some of your favorite things, have a little bit of chat, and kind of learn what drives, I think, you know, some of your, like, what some of your influences are <laughs> to, your, to your art. Because uh, everything you do in your life makes up your mm-hmm. influences and in, in your yeah. art so it's fun to it's fun to hear whether or not you like breaking bad or the wire or whatever oh Ke- kevin's gonna chime in here in a second you'll hear him just go off about breaking bad or the wire um we're gonna start out though with your favorite movie and these can be all times or a recent okay. it's it's either or, or both up to all you right. so so i love what you've been i love moonrise kingdom i think Anything by Wes Anderson is Moonrise Kingdom is very impeccable. Yes, yes. Um, you can't you can't laugh. You will. I think the first Twilight movie is very aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll I'll be back later. Was it is it it was it was it this shot of when uh, when uh, uh, oh gosh what's Ed, Edward Cullen is like <laughs> holding on to the desk like. <laughs> Just trying to keep himself from, you know, ripping apart every person. In his. It's so funny. I read all the books. It's, I read all the books. I saw all the movies. The color grading. Except the last one. I didn't care for that. Right? Like, the color grading on the first one's off the walls. Like, I just think that's so fun. That they just said mm-hmm. on the blue slider, just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So are you team, what is it? Team Edward or Team, team Edward. Jacob? There's no teams anymore. No teams. The fourth one There's cleared not, it all up because, spoiler alert, the werewolf like fell in love with their child because that's not weird. Yeah. It's really weird. Mm. Mm. Turns out he's Brad Pitt the whole time. <laughs> Turns out he, what? Twilight memes anyway. are the best thing ever. They're all right. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what what other what other movies? Um, I don't watch a lot of movies. I think I watch a lot of shows. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm like definitely mm-hmm. a show like what? Person. That's another one. I yeah. Watch like I love the BBC's Sherlock. I think it's fantastic. Very good. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, I think yeah. obviously Game of Thrones. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like that has to be in there because it's so beautifully cinematically. Downtown Abbey has like some scenes that look like paintings, like Renaissance paintings. Yeah. It's like incredible. Um and then Booksmart, that's a movie. Booksmart. So good. Like I don't know Booksmart. Oh, I I think I saw that movie. Yeah. It's 
What's the premise on that again? Premise is it's like two high school girls, best friends, very like valedictorian, have done things like always right, and then they decide to go like crazy the night before their graduation. And it's a very like wholesome like movie, I think, to watch. It's like a very like it reminds you of like nineties rom coms and it's definitely like very nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to watch it's that. kind of like that, that, I, I like that don't really right remember it. <laughs> like I know I watched it, but it's weird. I don't really remember the Olivia premise, Wilde. Like, yeah, yeah. It. I was just thinking about really? yeah. crazy, yeah. It was huh. really good. Like the script is fantastic. It's mm-hmm. almost seemed like um it had a vibe of uh, what's that movie? Super bad mm-hmm. in a yeah. way. Yeah. Me. yeah. Kind of felt like that from what I can remember. Have you seen Palm Springs? I have not. Oh, Palm Springs. Is oh my gosh. It it's on Hulu. So add it to your good. list. I'm going to add it on. Oh. Yeah. It does not get enough credit. Like mm-hmm. Palm Springs is such a great movie. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. I'm going to add it yeah. on. Yeah. Definitely check that one out. Um, any other shows? Uh, anything by Marvel. Like, their new, like, shows. Like, WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Insane. So good. Like, motion graphics yeah. on it. Insane. Loki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Loki mm-hmm. is killer. killer. Love it. It's Love it. so good. The title sequence. Yeah. Have you watched Doctor Who? I have. I love Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch I, is not in Doctor wait, Who. Wait, I thought I'm it was do- I, Doctor Who, I not Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. <laughs> no, I have. Close enough. Doctor One of those doctors. Okay, I was just curious because you said Sherlock, and you know the writer of Sherlock oh, yeah. also wrote a ton for Doctor Who, and I feel like I feel like if you like Loki, like it has a very similar Doctor Who vibe or whatever. Palm Springs and are the motion graphics good? Like. For Loki, I haven't seen Loki yet. Oh man, so. you got to watch Loki. So it's good. it's yeah. so good. It's so good. Like did perception to them because they did the uh, they the might ones. have. I don't know. I yeah. have no idea. It's so I smart. I can't think yeah. of anything in particular with the motion graphics. I mean, there's you know, it's all 3D stuff. I think. So I mean, WandaVision. Do you know like good, the letters so. in the beginning where it says Loki and they switch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost yeah. it. And my boyfriend was like, mm-hmm. are you okay? <laughs> like, they're just yeah. letter switching. And I was like, no, this is so smart, right? Because they're like variants and they're yeah. different versions of the right. thing. So the letters change. Right. And I was like, who designed this? Like, brilliant. Yeah, so good. I'm going to have to check it out. Oh, now. you've got to. Good. It's a yeah. it's a very. We've been watching it week, week to week. And, you well, know, if it's very. Well, if it's very. <laughs> we watch it week to week. And I, I hate that I can't binge it because yeah. it is it is very good. It's very good. The director did amazing. And they're, uh, I, I mean, I'm sure they're just uh, uh, prepping for the next group of, you know, movies and stuff like that. Mm. So, because the new Doctor Strange movie is, you know, uh, I, don't, I think it's got, it's got, uh, uh, what's, Wanda, you know, I think she's in it as well. That's sick. Anyway. Yeah. Amanda, how do you feel about... <laughs> Shows coming out weekly as opposed to bingeable. Great for my mental health. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> like, I'm so pissed off that that happens, but like, I think it makes it like it gives you something to look forward to, and it gives you like not yeah. an excuse to like sit there for hours and finish it like in two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've been thinking a lot about this and. I think it can either help or hurt yeah. mm-hmm. in in 
different ways, but it, it's almost like sometimes if a show, you know, I feel like the the rule is three. The rule is three episodes. I feel like to to really un- know if you want to watch something, you got to watch three episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or you have if it's a movie, you've got to watch it three times. Like Big Lebowski, there's a unwritten rule: you have to watch it three times before you under really like understand the mm-hmm. the meaning of it. Or kind of like a going, meaning of it. I don't know if there's a meaning of the Big or Lebowski. Like, I guess the meaning isn't a good description of what I'm talking about. But just to to get the memes and the jokes and yeah. just the background, like really what it is. And I feel like Breaking Bad, for example, I started Breaking Bad a couple times. And Mm -hmm. until I got to episode three, I really didn't feel like I really was into it. Mm -hmm. And when you can binge something, you can watch those first three Mm -hmm. as opposed to when it's on TV. You can't watch those first three. Yeah, yeah, I get you there. Do you think it's... Loki had me from episode one. I was was in. Do you think it's different that because it's Marvel... They know that they can do that because you already know the characters, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that they've changes? already got you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could see that. Possibly, yeah, yeah. Because Loki starts but... off like right at Endgame, mm-hmm. right? You know, when he disappears in Endgame. Have you seen Endgame, Dave? Parts of it, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I mean, I know, I know all the stories. I know everything. Here's the thing: is that Julie watches all these movies like mm-hmm. on on loop or whatever so i know all the premises of these i've seen a lot of them Mm -hmm. in chunks i i get it the problem for me it's it's that i'm just not that into superhero stuff i try it's okay i try yeah i i feel like i do pretty well considering so yeah yeah i mean the superhero movies so like the way i see it is superhero movies aren't necessarily just superhero movies you know for example endgame endgame was a a heist movie mm-hmm. you know like that's that's what it was you know a it, heist movie huh? it was a heist movie but <laughs> rick sanchez wouldn't like that right no, no 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 but you know it's a heist movie and but you've got all the superheroes in it and stuff like that and that's kind of what all of them are you know yeah. yeah. By the way, Rick and Morty last night was. Oh, I good. haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I need to watch it. I'll watch it today. Yeah. That's how I spent my fourth. Because mm. we did most of our stuff on Saturday. I went out last night uh, fireworks hunting with mm-hmm. my drone. <laughs> yeah. And then watched Rick and Morty. That was yeah. my fourth. That sounds fun. Oh, man. I got I, some good shots. I went over to a friend's house and he bought. He, he lives out on a bunch of acreage and he bought, he bought a ton of fireworks wholesale. Nice. So and probably spent two thousand dollars on f- wholesale Gosh. fireworks, which means he probably got ten thousand dollars worth of fireworks. He set them all up to where he could just let them go, dude. It was fireworks going for fifteen minutes straight, like and not Celebrate just like one at a time. Your country it was by like, blowing up right? a small part of it. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking too. Yeah. Well. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, right. last night, I think the funny part was when I was drone hunting, someone kind of across this major street here, mm-hmm. uh, was setting off a ton of them and the street was just like, 
it's banned where we are, right? Yeah. So so the street was covered in smoke. I mean, it was so hazy, foggy from all these fireworks. Mm-hmm. And literally on that street, there's a giant digital billboard that the police put out that says, no fireworks, $2,000 fine. Mm-hmm. It was so hilarious. They don't care. Can it yeah. happen that you're, like, doing your drone <laughs> thing and a firework can, like, hit it if they sit off? Oh, yeah. Sure. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. I, I kept my distance and kind of zoomed in. Mm-hmm. A little, and it was dark, so you know you have to ha- take precautions if you're flying like that. You know, I got landing lights and things, but mm-hmm. you you have to stay pretty high up because you don't your sensors can't see obstructions and stuff in the dark. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, but uh, no, uh, it was fun. It was a good episode of Rick and Morty. Tell us though, music. Let's switch to music mm-hmm. because you were talking about the fact that like whenever you're you're working in in animation, you really like to cut to music. So what do you like to listen to and, and what do you like to animate to? Mm, yeah. I love to animate to classical music. And I know this is going to sound so wacky, mm-hmm. but like my first reel, which, oh my God, ter- just <laughs> really bad, but it was still classical music. I remember that being a whole debate. <laughs> um, I love classical music when I'm like, I love like French pop. I love French pop. I think it's mm-hmm. sick. French pop. Um, I'm like going. You listen to the French monkeys music? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Like, I listen more to like Polo Pan. They're like a French, like techno pop thing, and I think they're great. Um, I listen to a lot of pop. I think pop is just like great. Willow Smith has been making some really dope music. <laughs> oh yes. Like yes. Or uh, what's that one song? Uh, uh, oh, it's gonna drive me. Matt, you know what I'm talking about. That one Willow Smith jam that I, I whip my hair back and forth. Right. I whip my no, hair back and not forth. That one. No, that, not one. that one. That's the only one no, I like, know. I'm sorry. Her, she like released Transparent Soul and she released Wait a Minute and they like crashed. Wait a minute. Yeah, so good. She's so good. Yes. Like it's crazy. Wait a Minute. When Matt and I were at NAB mm-hmm. in our convertible Camaro, I was blasting that song <laughs> and he's like, "Who is this? This is pretty good." And I'm like, "You're not gonna believe who this is." Mm. It's her yeah. and like you don't remember that parents just don't understand. It's so <laughs> sick and like Montero by like Little Nas X, masterpiece, mm-hmm. just beautiful. I, I love everything about Little Nas. X. So funny his and, tweets, like everything he does on social, his TikToks, his whole everything. So great. He gets no. it. so funny. He, old he gets old it. Town Road. I I I will I will never. I I'd be happy if I never heard that song again. <laughs> My kid listened to it so many times, and he will randomly just start singing Old Town Road. And it's like, at the most inopportune times. It's my guilty pleasure song for a while, I gotta admit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was overplayed. It yeah. was. It, not my yeah, favorite, but his tweets. I think it, it blew up, and then COVID happened, and then people forgot mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But, uh... Let's see. Let's see. Any other music before we go to the next uh, question? Miley Cyrus, Always Forever. Great musician. Nice. Killer voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's it. <laughs> uh, podcasts. Do you ever listen to podcasts? I guess is always the first question. And what are they? I listen. You can say no. It's okay. <laughs> I feel like it'd be <laughs> less embarrassing to say no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I listen to those podcasts. And it's like, it's called My Favorite Murder, and it's like a crime, like, 
mm-hmm. a crime podcast, oh, okay. and I listen to it when I'm working, and I find it so interesting because, like, it has, like, a lot of history and, like, how these cases were solved, and, like, mm-hmm. it, like it's kind of scary, but it's also, I think, really informative of, like, what to do and, like, what to spot, and it's just, like, really interesting. Oh, and, like, potential, like, murderers? It's like... Kind of like in Florida, there's a lot of human trafficking. Like, there's a lot of human trafficking, and there's like definitely there's a, a lot, lot of, of other stuff in Florida too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it's like there's definitely been some like human trafficking scams down here that like if I haven't seen, like my friends Gosh. have seen, and it's very creepy. Right, so you're talking about like the way like people mark doors and cars and all that kind of weird like like. They'll come up to you, like, at Target. Like, it was a really big problem down here. Like, people, like, they would have teenage girls go up to other teenage girls at Target and, like, ask to hang out. And then, like, then take them because, like, girls trust girls more than they do, like, men. It's, like, so weird. How do they get those girls to to go up and take them? Because it's, like, if you meet, like, you can meet a friend, like, at Target. Or you can meet a friend, like, at a bar or anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, and if it's a girl asking you to hang out, you don't really think about it twice when you go to their house to, like, hang out. Or, like, you know, the mall. Right? Like, all they need to do is Mm -hmm. get you But why are they... Why are they involved in the first place, though? The girls? The girls that are trafficked. Like, the victims. But the, the ones that are getting other girls, they're already involved. How... Are they involved? They're the victims. Like, why are... They're the girls that are trafficked. They use the girls that they traffic to get more girls. It's like a really, really sad and heartbreaking cycle. Gosh. Yeah. So even though they're... I mean, they're they're free because they're out there trying to get others. Why don't they try and, I guess, escape? I mean, there's Stockholm Syndrome. A lot of times the clients Mm. of child service, you know, child trafficking are in police officers like in stations like that's a really popular thing like when you're in a situation where you're like when they threaten everyone you know in your life i don't think like you have the flexibility of just running to the next person right because you can all like they can always say that girls are hysterical or you know like oh it's just my daughter she's freaking Mm -hmm. out you know like it's a really big power imbalance between like a child or a woman and like a grown-ass man with a network you know Mm -hmm. right so sad and I know it's bigger than most people know. I know it's bigger than I'm aware. And I keep hearing like that it's such a big it thing, is. but people just don't don't know to what extent, you know. I do see things sometimes online. I'm not sure how much of it is, you know. Sometimes it's real. Sometimes it's fake. Like there'll be ur- the urban legend about, oh, if you flash your headlights at somebody, it's usually because you're warning them like their lights aren't on, mm-hmm. right? Oh, but if you if you flash your lights, these gangs you know, they leave their lights off on purpose so that when you flash your lights at them, then they shoot you. Like, there's all these urban <laughs> legends <laughs> like that, that that I don't think are real. Yeah. But then you, you start seeing similar things online about, oh, well, they'll mark your car by putting this X on it. And it's like, is that a real thing? Is that an actual human trafficking thing or, or not? And It yeah. depends. It depends my place. Yeah. But I think, like, listening to, like, and reading about like victims like you know explaining or spreading awareness about it is like super important especially for like any young woman or like any woman to know and to like spot mm-hmm. so yeah and me having a daughter yeah. of course i'm like super concerned about that you know it makes you so nervous it's like as it should oh you want to go do something on your own even in the neighborhood right mm-hmm. it's like growing up kids just ran all over the place mm-hmm. for hours and you didn't know where they were and it's just so different. Kind of sad, but 
Yeah, my um, kid, so that he pod- runs around, I say, okay, just don't get kidnapped. Yeah. You know, joking. Man. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a sad yeah. podcast, but it, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any other podcasts? Yeah. yeah Maybe any some other more pod- uplifting ones? Oh, I love listening to NPR. I love NPR. Yeah. Um, Same. Did you listen to Serial? Didn't have it. <laughs> I mostly listen to Code Switch a lot, um, and I enjoy that one. Which one is that? It's um, it's the one that talks about like um, race and like interactions between races and racism and like kind of like politics. And it's really it's really interesting because they bring on like a variety of people to talk about like their background, and it's really like enlightening to hear like all these stories. There's um a lot of good podcasts that NPR does. They're really good. But they got that training. They got that uh, experience. That's sick. Talking I know. This. this is NPR. It's so exciting. They're like, hello. It's so I'm calming. Like, ah. <laughs> Do you guys have any favorites? All right. Uh, nah. You know, well. I suck. I, okay. okay. <laughs> I don't get to good. listen to them that often anymore, but the one that I still try to keep up with is... Uh, is back to work with Merlin Mann. That's like my favorite. But if you want to get some something that's comedy, my brother, my brother, and me, got to go for that. It's very it's good. good yes, yeah. One of Lin Manuel Miranda's favorites. <laughs> right, right. All right. The next thing on the list is your favorite plugin. Considered a plugin. <laughs> it's well. I'm trying to reach here. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you earlier. That's what I forgot. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, render engines. Okay, it, let's talk about them for okay. a split second here. It, it can't be your okay. plugin. You're going to have to give a okay. separate plugin. But what render engine do I you use? Octane, use Octane, uh, like ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Um, I'm trying okay. to learn Redshift, right. but. I just, I'm not in it. I just love Octane so much. But, like, I know Redshift is, like, more popular right now for, like, production. So I'm, like, grudgingly trying to use it more now. It's also included, like, in cinema. So I don't have to, like, pay for it, which is really convenient now. Mm-hmm. It's well, good to know. I mean, to, well, <laughs> it's good to know many engines because yeah. you never know. You know, mm-hmm. you get out there and start working for another company yeah. or you work freelance and, you know, all of that. So, um, so back to the plugins thing then. Uh, besides the render engines, do you have a specific kind of uh, uh, plugin that sh- that you either use in two D, three D? That's kind of like your go to. I don't think or... I use any plugins. I'm trying to think, I don't think I use any. Not at all. Not even like filters or, or nope. anything like that. <laughs> <All right. laughs> no, no, <laughs> nothing. Well, then we'll have to, by default, say that Octane is, is, is your much. engine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, next one on the list is app. Your go-to app on your phone. Like, do you have, like, a muscle memory TikTok. app that's, like... It's TikTok. It's, TikTok. it's become TikTok. Oh, man. Yes. I'm right there so with good. you. So good. Yeah. So addicting. So addicting. I, I so it's funny so I've got I got some AirPods which I recommend to anyone. I bought some for uh my birthday. It was my birthday present to myself, right? And I bought some and I have used them every single day since. I didn't think I would use them at all. But the amount of times that I'm like, "Oh, I want to I want to watch TikTok, but I'm out in public 
And then I realized, oh, I have a way to watch TikTok to where people won't know. You know, I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I lost them the other day and I lost them for like a week. And you could see that my uh, internet usage went down significantly over that week because I lost my they're AirPods. so great. Can't you find them? You can when they're right next to you. Yeah. Like, they won't oh, tell okay. you, but like, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they should build in that little like tile thing. That, they absolutely that, what is it called? should. The Apple, Apple, yeah, something, locator, locator or something. beacon, beacon. Yeah. Is it I think called? It's like a tag. I it's like an Apple tag. Yeah, yeah. They should put that in the headphones. They should. They're that, so good because you can also put them in and like lay down, so you can like be in bed if like someone's yeah. next to you. You don't want to wake them up mm-hmm. and like just be on TikTok for hours. Yeah. Yeah. I do that with uh, with the um, the aftershocks, and this is what Clinton Jones turned me on to, is the ones that don't go over your ear, but they go, like, around your ear, so mm-hmm. that's, like, bone yeah. conducting, so you can still hear, and I bought Julie some because she was going walking, and she borrowed mine, and she liked them, because she doesn't like the kind of buds that you put in your ear, she mm-hmm. just doesn't, she just can't stand that, and when you go out... You don't really want to like go for a walk in the street with giant Bose headphones on because a you can't hear traffic and b you sweat in those things you know like the little leather mm-hmm. pads they start to fall apart and the flakes get all yeah. over you yeah um, so I kind of do the same thing y'all do with the the headphones and um, I put these on I listen to TikTok <laughs> but the funny thing is nobody around you knows that you're listening Mm -hmm. so i'll just be sitting there and julie's talking to me and she's like she'll say something and i'll completely miss it yeah because i didn't hear her because i was like immersed in my tiktok but uh yeah tiktok yeah tiktok is the algorithm works your video (laughs) came up on my for you page and i wasn't even like i didn't even know you had a tiktok and it came up and i was like it works oh it's funny that's funny yeah yeah I think it's also based, it also based things on, you know, who you follow and who your friends are, who they follow and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody that I went to high school with actually commented on one of those videos and it was like, this showed up on my for you page. Oh, that's like, how are you in my TikTok feed? Yeah. I, yeah. It's so so uh, great. Funny story. I had, so we had a, we had a babysitter slash nanny or whatever who was watching our kid for like six months, you know, last year during the pandemic and she started doing TikTok. So I'm swiping through my For You page one day and she shows up. I'm like, wow, this girl looks a lot like, oh, it is, you know? (laughs) And then it's like, you want to, you want to comment or say something and be like, hey, I found you, but it's not like, you don't want to be like, hey, I'm, I'm creepy. I found you, (laughs) you know? Found you. Yeah. So, yeah. TikTok is the future. Do you Sorry. play any? <laughs> I said it, what? TikTok is the it future. Is the future. I feel like Instagram and the yeah. motion design community is just going TikTok, to. TikTok is, uh, okay, TikTok is great right now because there are funny things and informative things. Once it becomes, once your timeline is 100% politics, you know, that's when it's all going to go away. But it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. TikTok, no, but because you, you know, can just say I don't like this and it won't show you that anymore. Yeah, you would think that. But I say that on Facebook all the time and I still get all the politics. I have a theory um and I want to know if you mm-hmm. guys agree. Sorry, this like triggered something I was meaning to ask you guys. No, you're fine. I keep telling everyone this. In my brain, people and Hank Green mm-hmm. 
exist in the same place. Like I've Beeple? and Hank Green, they kind of like they're just okay. like the like they're so similar. Like they talk similarly, right? Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to. I've yeah. told people this theory, and they either agree or they don't know what I'm talking about. I all I I get it. <laughs> I don't know. Like I I know people. I know people so oh, well. That's why. You know. And have hung out with that them so much to where it's like, I could, I could, I, it, it's a little, maybe. <laughs> it's probably because you know him. It's probably. <laughs> Hank Green is a, is a bit, I don't know. Dang. I'm going to have to think about Hank that Hank Green one. is out of pocket. He's like so funny and like. He is funny. Yeah. It's funny. But yeah. Yeah. Does he look like, he, he well, looks a little bit. Yeah. And he's kind of like, like him. he's, yeah. I, he lives in. I don't know. Some it weird place where you wouldn't expect Montana, that's what it is, yeah. Yeah. Well, see, that's close. Yeah. Up north. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who who are some of your favorite TikTokers then? Oh. I don't think I like that's so weird. I don't think I have favorites. I just live in my for you page. Most of like my favorites of the people I follow right. are like home renovation TikToks. Mm-hmm. So like Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I like love watching people like redo their spaces and like their floors mm-hmm. <laughs> and like cleaning TikTok. I'm on cleaning TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the Vanessa, the yeah, cleaning lady, with the scrub the, daddy. Yeah, scub daddy. Heck yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, I haven't come across that yet. I guess the you will now that we've mentioned yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I like funny. the account called Karen's Lives Matter. <laughs> Oh gosh. And it's all Karen's it's all Karen's like having complete breakdowns. That's funny. And it is You're so gonna entertaining. Like, to did me. y'all see did did y'all see the Karen in uh my hometown or my town one? this past week? No. Driving a uh tractor uh for the fourth of July parade and the cops told her that they said no you can't be in this you can't be in this because you're you're causing a, a, a ruckus or whatever and she just snuck her way in to the end of the line and like the cops there's this video of the cops like running after her and she's just like barreling it straight through oh man hilarious so I'll have to send it to you. i saw a good one where this woman was uh having a breakdown because people were lighting fireworks in yes, the neighborhood i saw that one and i, I actually understand. felt bad for her because she could have been experiencing some crazy ptsd yeah. from fireworks that's, and it's like you know that's what? what i was wondering like I I I I I don't I don't consider I didn't consider that a Karen moment. The thing is, most likely she wasn't. Most likely she was just pissed. But I did that did go through my mind. Well, maybe yeah. there's a reason we for don't it. Know. Yeah. So then it's yeah, understandable. Like, yeah. Yeah. If you like that page, you'll yeah. like um influencers in the wild. It's just people recording mm-hmm. like influencers being influencers, like doing the same pose like over and that's, over again. That's funny. That's yes. It's funny. <laughs> uh, there are some good ones out there. There are some really. Did good you ones. Um, have y'all seen the one of the the girl who uh, talked like uh, Dora the Explorer, and yeah. um, she she does the uh, that means can you make me a sandwich? And her mom throws a her mom throws it at her. It's so good. Oh, that one was so good. <laughs> oh, that one was hilarious. Yeah, I think like ninety nine percent of what me and my friends share now are just TikToks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's so weird because like we're all kind of like 
diving into this new obsession in the way that you would like Facebook or something. Oh, always yeah. on Facebook. But it doesn't feel the same way. Yeah. It doesn't feel it feels like there's something actually that you're getting out of it. Yeah, it's a variety. Reason. Like yeah. you can learn so many things on TikToks yeah. and then see like funny shit mm-hmm. and then like news and it's like you feel like you're getting everything and like it feels productive because you're learning, but you're just like there yeah. scrolling for hours. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's interesting too because it's not like in in the world of like art and like NFTs or Instagram you still have there's a there's still a place for Instagram for posting something you do on Instagram. You're not going to go to TikTok and just post your animation. There's right. no like entertainment yeah, value. It's kind of a different feel like like maybe you would post it and say, "I made this thing. Check out how I made right. it." I at follow this Stuzor other site. And he posts stuff Shams does lot, it too. Shams know? is like Shams as well. Yeah, he's got a lot of yeah. followers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she'll talk for she'll talk on it though. Yeah. A lot of her videos, she'll say something this and is then what show. I do. Some, you know? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. whole yeah. This yeah. is what I do. Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> I think that's kind of like the introduction. You you get to meet the person, mm-hmm. and then you learn. Oh, they run this thing. They run this channel. They have this thing they sell. Whatever it is. It's kind of like a behind-the-scenes look at stuff like, that's going on. I just that's I so like indicative, right? Because I feel like the industry, apart from TikTok, is moving that way, anyways, right? You just don't want faceless art anymore. You want to know who the artist is and where mm-hmm. they're from, mm-hmm. you know, where they come from, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You want to see like their day to day, and then like it gives you a sense mm-hmm. of their personality. And there's more value if you're going to go buy their NFT. It's like, well. I know I'm buying this because I know the person that I'm buying from now. Mm-hmm. So totally, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go to the next rant. question, which is: uh, I know we're gonna have to like start building in like your favorite TikToks yeah, as right. part do of it. A, right. this do it. now. Yeah, because it's funny. just like everybody's into it. The uh, next question though is: is favorite video game if you play Don't, video games, or even games on your phone? Mm, no games no at all. Games. I like. I'm so boring. Man, not even mm. Mario. <laughs> I grew up in a no video game household, and mm, mm. that was it. <laughs> so I never like mm. grew the muscle or like the liking for video games. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I was. It wasn't like no video games household, but it was like the type of household where you get a Nintendo when Super Nintendo comes out. Oh, that's funny. You know? Yeah. That yeah. kind of thing. Oh, man. We bought a Super Nintendo almost like the first week or two that it came out. <laughs> we beat... We were up till... We, we got up so early the morning uh, the morning after we got it so that we could continue playing Super Mario World. Super Mario World, man. That one's my jam. I can beat it in 32 minutes. <laughs> it's like, Mom and Dad, can I get a Super Nintendo? You have video games you at ha- home. You have a Nintendo at home. <laughs> and it's an Atari yeah. 2600. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. I've been playing a lot of Mario 3 lately because of a TikToker, like, 1980s gamer or whatever <laughs> his name is. Like, I watch him all the time, and he plays Mario 3 live all the time, and it's like, oh, man, I miss this game. So. TikTok, the power of TikTok. All right, now this is the last one. This is a difficult okay. question, and I'm going to ask for the answer, and I'm going to have to run right, to the restroom. Sick. <laughs> in order to make it through the drop or whatever. But uh, the last question is your favorite life hack. And the example is always Mitch Myers. You turn the toaster on its side for some bomb-ass grilled cheese. 
That's mm-hmm. his life hack. Now, this doesn't have to be that kind of a life hack. It doesn't hack. have it could to also be, be about grilled a, cheese. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have to be about grilled cheese. It could be about productivity, mm-hmm. something uh, as far as like your day-to-day, something you live by, whatever that mm-hmm. is. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go to the restroom, and when I come back, maybe I'll, maybe I'll we'll have figured right. out the answer. So I'll be right God, back. That's such a hard question. Does everyone else like sit in here and think a little bit about that? Absolutely. They're all like, I have no idea. And if anyone would actually read the emails that we would send them, they would know that this question is coming up. <laughs> I told you motion designers are the worst at reading emails. I'm guilty of it. Dave gets mad at me all the time because I don't read any of his emails. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Anything productivity-wise, accounting-wise? Is there an accounting life hack that you have? Actually, I do have a life hack that's made emailing so much easier. It's like, get a Calendly. It's, like, so simple. Yeah, okay. But when, like, especially when you're freelancers, students are like, we want to meet, like, we want to talk and, like, learn what you're about, let's meet, right? And you're like, what about this time? And usually mm-hmm. there would be, like, a back and forth of, like, five emails between, like, things changing or one person being available at one time or not being available at another time. So, like, I just made a calendar mm-hmm. and I said, here are the times that I'm available. It changes in real time. Mm-hmm. Schedule through this or not. Just know that, like, th- these are my times. Like, anything works for me. Just pick okay. one. And it's just, like, reduced yeah. four or, like, Five emails to like one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dave uses Calendly a lot. We use Calendly for uh, the the Camp MoGraph, like scheduling all of our teachers and stuff like that. It's been very convenient. So good. Yeah. The best. Yeah, totally. Less emails. That's a very good life hack. (laughs) I'm glad. (laughs) Dave's not back yet. (laughs) I'm glad. I have no. I feel like I need more life hacks. I don't know. I feel like if you don't need any life hacks, maybe you're doing life pretty well. Like you're like, I have hacked life so well that I don't need. No, I need so many. I need so many. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I just got back. What I miss. The life hack is use Calendly to. uh, Yeah. Yeah. To minimize the amount of emails that you have to send back and forth. Right. Yeah. That is always the worst. Like. When are you available? Well, I could do three o'clock on Thursday, mm-hmm. or I could do Friday. Yeah, Fucks. I'll I'll take it further. I'll take it further. You want to know more Calendly hacks? Okay. Well, you're doing that, taking it further. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I wish you would. Calendly bathroom breaks. Here's what I do. Here's what I do. I go in, and I set the base schedule. And when somebody could have a meeting with me, I go in and I say, okay, well, obviously not Mondays, right? So anytime on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, or Friday, between the hours of, let's say, 11 and 5, or maybe 11 and 7, because I don't want anybody trying to schedule a meeting with me at 10 a.m. I'm drinking my morning coffee. It's like what's his name says in um, Stranger Things, mornings are for coffee and contemplation, so like no no meetings mm-hmm. early. So I set that as the base and then I have it pull from my availability on the calendar. And then I'll put holds on my calendar on purpose like I'll say like okay Friday afternoon 
I have a couple things I want to do, but they're not on my calendar. I haven't really like, you don't put like little small tasks on your calendar, like send someone an email. That's not going to go on your calendar. But if you have like a time block where you know you're going to be busy, just put in a block and say a hold and then Calendly won't schedule. But then you can send a, a link out and people can click and they can schedule anything they want in that other time. That's, a, that's open. I'm going to do that. At that point. I'm going to do that. But yeah, that is totally a good one. Calendly saves lives. Perfect timing. Matt's back. See? <laughs> I know how to do filler. All right. <laughs> Let's get Let's into see. the drop. Let's get into the the drop. Are you all ready? You got your notes yep. and things? Got it up. All right. Cool, cool. All right. Here we go. Let's go to the drop. The drop. Drop, drop. Is this the fucking mic? Drop. This is exactly what I should be doing. <laughs> What's up and welcome to this week's episode of The Drop, your weekly source for all things NFT and crypto art, as well as upcoming drops by notable people in the MoGraph industry. I'm Matt Milstead, as joined always by Dave Koss. Joining us this week is Amanda Godro. What's up? Thanks for joining us. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's get into the weekly dro- uh, this week's drops. Let me open Let's up do my uh, my drop list. Where is it? Drop list. Oh, cool. Yeah, I have to open up my drop list too that cool. you sent me. Uh, got a bunch of really good artists this week. Um, I'm I'm excited. I'm really excited about a couple of these because uh, uh, they're very like illustrative 3D, like the uh, anime style. Like it looks like. Arnold Toon Renderer type stuff, you know? Really, really exciting. So, Can I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. Is it is the pro, the is the proper way to say it illustrative or illustrative? Or illustrative. I don't know. Illustrative. Is illustrative like just a fancy way to say it, or is that actually the correct way to say it? I think. I think. I don't know. Is it illustrative? Illustrative. Illustrative. I, I think it's illustrative. Illustrative sounds better. Yeah. I certainly, yeah, I like that better. All right, let me bring up the uh, the things here so I can bring them up on the stream. There we go. Got uh, got the links ready to go, Matt. All good. Why why can't I open these links? There we go. I don't know. Can't why can't you? <sighs> okay. Uh, this first one is uh, Baca Arts. Uh, hopefully I'm saying that correctly. This was the one that I was really excited about. I think this one's really cool. This one's dropping today um, on the 5th of July. Um, this, this is, is Nifty. A, yeah, on Nifty. Right, we're, we're into the Nifty stuff. But I love, I love this. It's, it's all like, it looks illustrative. I don't think that's <laughs> the right word. Illustrated. Might Il- be. Anyway. Um, but yeah, it looks, it looks, it has a very similar, like Arnold tune renderer type stuff, but I really like it. So, cool. uh, that one is today, uh, tomorrow we've got crypto arg, which, okay. So I posted this one. I'm, I, I, I've noticed that this week that nifty is doing something new where they, it's like an NFT, uh, like, organization or something is being the one who they're showing off but they've got a bunch of different artists within oh, it's that like a collective a collective that yes that's what i'm trying to okay. say you I know gotcha. and mm-hmm. so the collective is the one doing the drop which is interesting so this is one of them but this particular one is just one of the artists within the collective because they didn't show off a lot mm-hmm. of stuff so anyway 
Hmm. Neat stuff. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got, and this is for tomorrow. Uh, the next one is uh, Glass Crane. I absolutely love this piece. I think it's so pretty. Love the colors. Love the subsurface on the skin. You know, it's it's got that, you know, I don't know, the shiny subsurface skin like Daz character that's Daz character so hot snakes. right now. Gotta you know? have the snake. But I love the colors. I love the colors. I think it's 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 gorgeous. But you know, then again, it's like, is this what's actually going to be released on um oh, you know? Right, right. On yeah. uh Nifty, but it's pretty, yeah. Uh then seven yeah. seven, July seventh, we've got uh starting off Gary Cartilage. Um reminds me very much of like Fawocious and stuff like that. Um, really cool stuff. I I, I I liked it. You know, very 2D. It's not il- illustrative, <laughs> but it's more like Photoshop, you know. Uh, 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 what's the word? Where you put a, cut out a bunch of stuff and stick it. Like oh, a, collage? Collage, yeah. Collage-y. It's very collage you know? Yeah, collage uh, Next one is... I'm going to botch this this na- title. Uh, Ekazita? Ekazita? Ikeaza? Oh, that's a toughie, man. Yeah, it is. I can't help you there. Ekaitza. Ekaitza. So this one, this one is another one of the collectives, but I think, the, so this is one of the artists within this collective. They're doing this, uh, this, uh, like this person created a model from the way I understand it. It's and, and so there's this collective called time to rise and they got a whole bunch of artists to use this model in order to create some NFT art specifically off of it, which was cool. I thought that was a really neat premise. You know, that's a good way to, to do a collective like that. So, uh, that was the name of the collective, you know, and, uh, a bunch of artists within that. Which is cool. Um, so the 8th of July, we've got uh, Jason. I'm going to mess up this name, but everyone know, everyone should know who this is because we've talked about him in the past. Jason Ebayer, I believe. Ebayer. Okay. I, I want to say, yeah. Um, the super, sh- so you can't tell it from here, but Jason is the one who has done the super shiny, like really muscular Daz models and stuff like that. Click on click on his shiny. Uh, if you click on his uh, his profile, yeah, his Twitter profile mm. or whatever, and yeah. you like you go down a little bit. There you go. Oh yeah, super shiny, very super muscular. Oh, uh, the super shiny people. So all these like super sexy shiny people who just have way too much specular on their body than a normal shiny person people. would have. But yeah. Um, I think his stuff has done well in the past. I mean, I don't, I don't know how any how anything goes anymore. It's all just you know whatever any, nowadays. But if all like subjective these. It's days. all subjective nowadays. Yeah, that's right. Um, also on the eighth, uh, Robbie uh, Trevino. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, more of this illustrative <laughs> <laughs> stuff. I I I love this art. I I think it's super super pretty, and I think it's a. I think yeah, it's a collaboration with Aether, uh, artist, a musician. Yeah, super yeah. cool. We'll stuff. talk about really Robbie pretty. again in a second too. We got another thing to bring up. Oh, we up will. That. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the tenth, uh, last one on my list is Gold Weird. 
I I always talk about this person. They're one of the first people that I was ever introduced to on Nifty Gateway. And it's crazy that it's the one-year anniversary drop on Nifty Gateway because I feel like this person has been around for 300 years dropping NFTs. And it's hard to believe (laughs) that it's only been a year, you know? Mm -hmm. The NFT space, man, it lived and died real quick. You know, now it's just now it's now it's just a part of everyday life, just like I always said it would be. Well, yeah, I think lived and died probably is a bad term for it. Yeah. Lived and then uh, lived dangerously. This is the normalization. And then uh, calm down. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, okay, then moving over to Maker's Place. Uh, uh, tomorrow on the 6th, we've got Boss Logic is doing a drop, which I love myself some Boss Logic. Um, Boss Logic, I think, is just a super, super talented artist. Um, uh, yeah, what, I wish I had picked it? up. Boss Logic did a lot of the, I want to say, the like Marvel arts and the. It, 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 they did uh gosh they did a wonder woman one that i really wanted to buy and then a uh i don't know i don't know how to explain it <laughs> boss logic just is big in the nft space and like super <laughs> talented yeah i believe the storm it's called the storm yeah, it's called the storm um yeah. and then on the 7th uh we've got perry cooper uh, which is doing a, uh, a, a, a NFT drop called Packaged Holidays, which I thought this was pretty cool. Like, you oh, know, the inside cool. little suitcases or like, yeah, really neat little stuff. Oh, like little mini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cool. Okay. Oh, that's so, kind of fun. I like that. Yeah. I like anything that's like macro. Totally. Yeah. Macro stuff is kind of cool. So yeah. I then, like uh, the I like the diver one. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then a uh, big shout out to Ariev. Congrats on his drop last week. I believe he oh, made yeah. he made fifteen fifteen grand off of the uh, the uh, uh, down on the render farm one, and then sold a couple of them for like one and a half ETH and Jesus. like two K and stuff like that. It was, it was good. Congrats to Ariev. Super excited for him. Um, that's cool. it for the main drops. Um, as far as community drops, we've got one community drop uh, from Paul Robinson. He just hit me up like while the show was going. Dude, Paul, I got to say, you are freaking killing it, man. Your work, right. you, your work is so damn good. It's like I am like this is just it's so killer. So, so killer. All the robot stuff you've been doing lately is just absolutely fantastic. So... Yeah. yeah, Paul. Paul and Sashia were going to be on uh, in August. They're yes. going to join us for a show. Yeah, that's exciting. Hi, my name is Sashia Dumont. I'm a writer, actor, and filmmaker. Hi, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director, DP, and filmmaker. We are the creators and hosts of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film. We are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of Send Three Productions, and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro budgets with skeleton crews. Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions. We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes, and Jessica Lee Gagne, and many more. 
We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low-budget first-time filmmakers to A-listers and everyone in between. GoGorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the GoGorilla Filmcast. Your Your source source for all things indie film. film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. That's exciting. Super excited to have them on. So, but yeah, Paul, man, you've been killing it on this. So this is yeah. uh, dropping today, I guess, on Foundation. So super cool. Yep. Awesome. And then, Dave, yeah. did you have any, you had some other stuff as well? Yeah, I uh, also wanted to bring up, um, I'll have a, a link in the notes here, in the crypto links for uh, the Wild Sun Collective. And so, so this is something, uh, somebody that we just started talking to, we may do a show with them uh, eventually, like, a you know, one of our you know, late night special NFT shows mm-hmm. uh, to talk a little bit more, maybe bring on Windbush for yeah. that or some or something. We'll see. And um, what they're doing is they uh, are doing books as NFTs to where like you don't just get the book as an NFT. There's also a whole collective around it mm-hmm. and around like the content of the book. And so they have this crazy list of like superstar NFT artists yeah. that they're working with. And I won't go into the whole list for now, but I will say that Winbush is on it and um and um also uh Robbie is on it as well. That's why mm-hmm. I was saying earlier like oh, yeah. um, right, 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 right. Th- you sh- should go look at uh their um information on uh it is wildsuncollective.com now they also have kind of a blog where they're talking about certain things a medium thing and they've got that listed on the site but i like the idea of it's not just that you're getting a book or Mm -hmm. or a publication it's that it's sold as an nft uh to kind of like verify okay now you have the the uh the rights to what's in it so Mm -hmm. if you wanted to take that book and say uh we're going to make a movie out of it Mm-hmm. you have then the rights to do that because you own the NFT. So it's something interesting. I'll, I'll be interested to see where that goes as far as um, the industry and if it picks up on that because it's not just art. It's going to go into so many other things. Yeah. You know? And it's it's really just everything is going to be blockchain verified. I think so eventually. too. I think you know yeah. eventually when you buy your house, it's going to be on the blockchain as well. You know, all that yeah. contract stuff will be there. So. Mm-hmm all the smart contract stuff but you know we'll get them on maybe talk a little bit more about it because it's one of those things where like you see it and you're like man i have a million questions and uh yeah i don't even know where to start on that but the whole rights thing is what really i thought was cool and the fact that there's a collective around it and i don't know Mm -hmm. if that means that like the artists are going to create nfts specifically about the content in the book or if they're just kind of doing the collective uh as kind of a separate thing so yeah i think it would be kind of cool if it was like okay now all of our artists are going to do their own interpretation of like you know art to to go along with the book yeah i think that yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be cool and just cool. see like everybody's different idea of what they imagine it looks mm-hmm. like before it's actually made yeah, into it's a like movie fan or art something <laughs> you know yeah yeah <laughs> kind of yeah yeah that's cool so also um Amanda, you got uh, you got some uh, NFTs out there, right? You can tell yeah, us about that. Yeah, I mean, I have bit. the one. <laughs> you didn't. I you didn't, didn't advertise I it. Intel Soul. <laughs> I kind of got it, and it's on 
Um, it's on the Sevens Foundation in the Genesis Grant exhibition. And right. it's like number one, two, three. So it's like a really easy, like. Nice. Um, and it was like the first um, piece that I did based off of like my glass collection that like inspired like the pool girl and all these other renders. Yeah, cool. didn't tell anyone. This is the first time. Where can we find that? <laughs> where, yeah. can, where can we find that? Yeah, where can people so find all it's your... It's on the Sevens Foundation's website, um, but like the link is grants.art slash gallery slash 123. Mm-hmm. And then that should take you directly to my NFT. Okay. Cool. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Look who's here. Oh, wait. Hold on. Got to adjust a little. <laughs> there we go. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. Hey, Matt. What's up, Dorpy? How's it going? It's good. <sighs> You're going to have to keep it down a little bit, if you don't mind. I drank <laughs> a little bit too much last mm-hmm. night for the fourth. Yeah. I was sick as a dog. Oh, gosh. You oh, weren't. You weren't doing any other things were you not as far as you know narc (laughs) okay bye (laughs) (laughs) yeah the 80s called they want their narc back (laughs) Uh, that's funny yeah 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 (laughs) i thought i was sick at first the other day yesterday Uh then i remembered that i was drinking Uh i was also a little horse but then I remembered I'm just a little dog. Okay. I don't know how well that one landed. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm a little hungover. I'm going to take the rest of the day off. Just rest a little. And then uh, maybe work on my Harry Potter canine fan fiction. Yeah. It's going to be called Labracadabra. No, no, no. Okay, bye. This is the yeah. part of the show where we play with puppets for five minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did we warn you about that? We do that sometimes. Eventually, yeah. Dorpy's going to have his own show. He's got his own TikTok. No. Well, not his own TikTok, well, but he's on our TikTok. Yeah, basically. yeah, he takes over TikTok mm-hmm. a lot. So Yeah. <sighs> Did we cover everything in there? I, I think I so. Think we got everything. We didn't have any other uh, community drops yeah if you've got about. a community so, drop feel free to email us uh info at mograph.com and we will uh we will shill it on our show uh but yeah make sure to check out uh our full show the mograph podcast um every week mondays at noon or 11 11 noon, noon yeah noon, noon. I, it's 289 episodes you think i'd know that <laughs> by now. Know. yeah 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 all right, well, let's get out of the drop. Let's get out of it. The drop. Drop, drop, Is this the fucking mic? Drop. This is exactly what I should be doing. A pain pill, basically, like, it's it's over now. I need <laughs> to take like another You were, like, gone one. for a second. It's a problem. Your eyes were just gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, right at the beginning or something? I don't know. Yeah, McGruff's. You better watch out, man. McGruff's going to yeah. come down on you. Hey, you these are prescribed that. to me. It's okay. And yeah. I, I, I normally like, I don't know with me with pain it's, pills, I try and stay off of them. And I think that was my problem is that for the first two or three days after my little surgery that, uh, I didn't take any pain pills and, and then I kind of like pushed it a little too hard and now I'm feeling the adverse oh, effects of that. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Yeah, take it easy, man. Don't go too crazy. Yeah. You're out there lighting off too many fireworks. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I got about to walk 12 miles a day at Disney World for the next two weeks. Right. You know? Yeah. So, Amanda, you if you want to go that? to Disney World, we'll be there. You can come hang out with <laughs> Is us. Is Disney World you know? the one in California or in Florida? No, that's Disneyland. Disney World is the one in Florida. I... See, you should know that. Wow. Don't you live in Florida? Have you I... Have you been there? I think I was there once when I was nine, and I, I'm just, like, not a Disney person. <laughs> well, that's okay. Oh, man. That's okay. Like, it's okay not to be a Disney person, but then as soon as you go, you're like, oh, yes, I'm a Disney person now. I, was... I went for... I had never been before. I went for my honeymoon, because my wife loves mm-hmm. Disney, and I went, and we have been back every single year since, with the exception of last year. Last year was the first year that we hadn't been back. Oh, that's crazy. Yep. Well, maybe you should meet Matt there <laughs> yeah. and just check I've him hung out. out with Bro Durr there no. before. I, I met his wife and his, his kid, his, his first that's kid. Crazy. Yeah. This was a long time ago, but yeah, we all hung out for the day. That's it so was cool. Funny. That's funny. That's cool. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, well, we appreciate you being on yes. and uh, hanging out with us and joking around with us for a couple hours yeah. in between doing all the things that you're doing right now. Yeah, excited. Trying to get that school wrapped up and whatnot. Excited you're coming to Thanks. Camp MoGraph. It's Thank you be so much for having me. This is so yeah. much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if people want to find you online, where's the best place to find you, see your stuff, Instagram, get a hold of you? Um, and it's just my name, Amanda Gaudreau. And then I'm also making a TikTok today. So <laughs> you can, yeah. you Aww, can yeah. catch me there. <laughs> Make sure you send it to me. <laughs> share it with me when you're done. I want to see it. And then I'll, I'll share the clips of Dorpy with you as Brilliant. well. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I, I send every Shrek TikTok I find, <laughs> I send that to Tokyo Megaplex. <laughs> I don't right. know why. It's just like I started doing it. Now every Shrek TikTok I find, I send it to him. So funny. It's good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna get out of here. You can rate us on iTunes, leave a review. You can also subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. Helps get our ratings up. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter as well. Uh, newsletter goes out every once in a while. Probably go out next week, I think. I'm not sure. And uh, let's see. You can say you've been there, done that, got the T-shirt with the MoGraph logo T. That's classic. The classic. Paul Bab classic shirt. Paul <laughs> Bab Feel the Bab 2020 shirt. All the profits from that go to Doctors Without Borders. Then there's the Render Things T-shirt, hoodie, and long sleeve tee. That's our, our best seller right there. Mm-hmm. And that render is fire shirt, which you are only allowed to wear ironically. <laughs> unless, unless you're shams. And then uh, what else? The MoGraph blandishment shirt, throwback yeah. looking shirt as well. Get that. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and MoGraph.com. Make sure you come say hi to us on all the platforms. Send your emails to info at MoGraph.com. Questions, comments, concerns, ideas, all the things. Uh, we, we love hearing from everybody. So join us and uh, hit us up. If you want to be in our Slack, you must ask nicely mm-hmm. to be in the Slack. Uh, and we approve those individually one by one uh, mm-hmm. so that it doesn't get too crazy up in there. And uh, I think I covered all the bases with that. Yep. So, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Again, Amanda, thank you so much again. (laughs) And we'll be seeing you soon. Yes. And until next time, I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. And I'm Amanda. Have a good one. Later, yo. Bye.
pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast. Industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, Seagraph, Halfrez, and local meetups. <laughs> Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. We gotta stop this thing, Rick! It's gonna kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. You get that render done. Yeah, you better frame frame what? MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous. Branch into new software, learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions. Check out our plugins or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it! We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com.